Random Inks Productions presents the Credible Nerds Podcast. With- Hello there. This is an incoming transmission from Obi-Wan Kenobi. Welcome to the Credible Nerds Podcast with Mark and Justin. This is the podcast you're looking for. Don't go about your business. Stay here. Well, go about your business and listen. And then you can move along. Move along. And may the force be with you. Always. Welcome, everyone, to the Credible Nerds Podcast. My name is Justin, and today we're going to be talking Star Wars. Tomorrow is May 4th. We'll be releasing this episode on May the 4th, which has now become uh, Star Wars Day due to the May the 4th Be With You slogan that uh, Star Wars fans have taken over the last few years. So we're recording this special episode to be able to uh, commemorate that and talk some Star Wars as as you know, we're fans of that, that franchise and have watched the movies for the past 42 years. So we'll be getting into that. And as always, I'd like to uh, welcome my co-host, Mark. Hey guys, how's it going? And today we got a, a special treat. We got some additional guest hosts that have appeared on the shows in the past. Uh, we got Harry from Michigan. Hi guys. How are things out there in Michigan for you? Finally starting to turn into spring. It's great. Nice. And then we have Nathan, who is a longtime Star Wars fan and has joined us today. Good to be here. And finally, we have Blake. And he's uh, the bearded one. Bearded Blake is joining us. And he has a a Corona beer that he's been grooming for the past, what, month has it been? Yep. (laughs) All sorts of shades of gray in it. Yeah. Are you going to shave it off once uh, we're out of quarantine and you have to go back to work? I told Maria I would shave it yesterday. Okay. Not yet. But, but what happened? It just didn't it's, happen. It's, it's so hard. You get so attached. Uh, it, it's it's hard to finally take the step and, and shave it. Yeah. So one more day. So she hates it? Does she hate it? She hates it, yeah. Oh, yeah. You're kind of look, looking a little Poe Dameron-ish right there. Yeah. I, I was going to say Poe Dameron was about three weeks ago. Now it's more on the Chewbacca side. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Chewbacca. Yeah. All right. I'll have to tell her that. <laughs> All right. So May the 4th is coming up tomorrow. Uh, Star Wars has adopted this, this date as it's Star Wars Day. And there's all kinds of special deals like on Star Wars merchandise memorabilia, toys, games, whatever the case may be. So if you're interested in picking up anything Star Wars, you could probably do it tomorrow at a discount. I know some of the places are already starting to discount them for the last couple of days. So now's the time to do that. They seem to do that uh, every year. Uh, I know all the movies on iTunes and Vudu and the digital services, they're been discounted to 10 bucks. If you want to buy a digital copy of a Star Wars film you don't have. So now would be a good time to do that. You're, they're usually $20 or so. So 50% off is a good, good deal. So 42 years uh, since, you know, I guess it's coming up on 43 years next, you know, in a couple of weeks. Uh, it's been a long time coming to get to this point for Star Wars fans. And we did talk a little bit about it in the past, but want to re- just recap uh, for you guys. What's, what's it been like for the past however many years you've, been watching Star Wars to get to this point. I think we're at a point where, you know, all the the movies have been 
released. You know, there's no mystery as to what you know the Skywalker saga is going to look like, how it ends up, or anything. Uh, the Clone Wars is coming to an end. That animated series that delves into a lot of the the characters' backstories from the prequels. Uh, there, the final episode for that is um, tomorrow. That series will wrap up after seven seasons. And looking forward, we'd have the Mandalorian season two. We have an Obi Wan Kenobi series and a Cassian Andor series. As far as what uh, projects have been announced, so we're kind of in the spot where. There's not a lot of mystery coming up. Like we know Obi-Wan's story. We know Cassian Andor's, how he ends up. Um, we're on the journey with Mandalorian, but we know kind of how the universe ends up with that series. So there's not a lot of mystery going forward. Uh, what do you guys think about where the state of Star Wars is at this point? And we'll start with Mark and what you think about where Star Wars is going or how, how it is right now. You know, I think Star Wars has come to a point uh, where it needs a new direction, whatever that is, right? The, I think the story's been told between the nine movies, and, and I think the last three movies, for me, suffered. Uh, I think there were some great elements in there, but overall, I wasn't wowed, right? Um, so I, it'll be interesting to see what they do. I think Mandalorian was a fresh... Uh, a fresh start to something new, which I liked. Uh, I really enjoyed that show. I watched it every time it came out. Sometimes I'd stay up till midnight just so I could watch it, uh, you know, before the day. Um, I don't know. I don't know too much about Cassie and Andor, right? So I don't know how I'm excited I am about that. Uh, I don't know how excited I am about the Obi-Wan series. I feel like that story has been told. Uh, I've said this time and again, I would love to see a Knights of the Old Republic, you know, angle and go from there or see what they do with the Mandalorian. But I, you know, I think it's still generally strong. They can do a lot of good things. Uh, I just think I feel that if we stay with, uh, you know, any, any parts of the original nine, that it's going to kind of drag down. People are going to get the Star Wars fatigue, if that makes sense. Yeah. So they need to inject some fresh story into it is what you're thinking. Yeah. I mean, new storylines, new ideas, new characters, uh, you know, the star Wars, the original nine was, you know, pretty, pretty predictable. Right. I mean, it felt like the last three shadowed the very first three or four five and six. Right. So, uh, I don't know. I just, I just think something fresh out of the story would be nice. And I think that's why I like the Mandalorian so well, it's not about the Jedi. It's, it's not about, that main story it's you know it's about this mandalorian and his story and i mean there's a little bit tie in right with baby yoda and stuff but generally it's its, its own thing and i really like it yeah yeah okay what about for you blake what's your opinion of the state of star wars how are you feeling it right now yeah you know i i kind of feel the same way i i think that you know the the nine movies have have really explored that skywalker you know, storyline and saga, uh, pretty, pretty in depth. And, and, and it is, it did kind of start to become a little bit more formulaic at the end. Um, I'd like to see it. I, I'm kind of interested in the Obi-Wan Kenobi series though. Uh, I've kind of thought a lot about like, okay, after that happened and, and as Anakin became Darth Vader during that journey, what was Obi-Wan Kenobi's journey? Uh, I think that will be pretty cool. If they do it a, a similar way to 
uh, the Mandalorian, kind of a maybe a you know a little bit smaller stage, a little bit more character driven. I think that that would be really cool. Um, you know, I also like I like the idea of them going into some some other stories, some other uh, some other characters. I, as far as the movies go, I really liked Rogue One because it was a whole new slate of characters, and even though it was part of the uh, you know this the Skywalker storyline, um, it was a completely fresh story, and and every one of those characters there really wasn't that formula. You didn't know at the end of the day that everybody was going to live and this was going to happen and that was going to happen. And, uh, and so, you know, that one was a really fresh story for me. I, I thought solo was a pretty fresh story too. And so, you know, I think once they branch off, even, even if it's, you know, kind of a parallel uh, storyline, uh, there are a lot more opportunities to, to bring on fresh characters. And I, I hope they do more of that. Yeah. Yep. What about for you, Nate? What are you thinking? How are you feeling Star Wars? Yeah, I, I have obviously have enjoyed the story so far um, in the movies. And I, I kind of agree with Mark. And I'd like to see a whole new, um, a whole new world open up. Uh, I, I certainly will enjoy, uh, presumably, um, the new content that would coming out. But I almost feel like we need to they need to kind of uh, put put the past in the past and going back and revisiting uh, character stories that happen in, in between the movies and in between the animated series uh, where we still know ultimately how it all ends. Uh, I, I feel like uh, we need to exit that. But let's move it forward a hundred years and everything that we know about the star Wars universe is all legend and all history and almost forgotten. And let's bring up new heroes and new characters and, and, uh, and have all that stuff kind of be like in the history, but yet, but yet it comes back, uh, with, with new heroes and new characters. Um, that's kind of what I would like to see where we, we get introduced to all new characters and everyone from the past has now become legend. Okay. So you're for jumping forward and just moving on like in a big way. Yeah, I think I am. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. What about for you, Harry? What are your thoughts on that? Uh, after listening to everybody else, uh, I kind of, I, I would like to take a, a parallel track to what uh, Nathan said. Um, Let's do a huge story arc sometime in the future or even in the, the distant past. Either one, a whole new set of characters, a whole new story with either no tie-in at all or it's just legends, um, this, uh, this original series that we have. But at the same time, um, I love the galaxy that as the way that it is. And I want to see some of these stories. I want to see what Cassian Andor was up to. Um, I love Obi-Wan, but... Um, I, I don't see that being more than a one-off movie, maybe, as a series. I mean, are we going to just really follow him messing with sand people out in the deserts? Um, this shadowy figure watching Luke grow up? I mean, how much interaction does he have? I don't really see where there's much of a story there beyond one movie. Um, and uh, But there's so many other stories because the galaxy is so huge. Uh, we could run story arcs with the crime syndicates and, and watch their interactions with... Uh, 
at, at any point in all of these nine movies or, or even before and after um, we can see totally new characters that are in the backdrop of this bigger story, but really have no impacts into what's going on just because they're cool characters. Um, I think the Mandalorian has some, there, there's some parts there that, that can branch out. Um, just uh, the shock troopers. Um, for most people, I think that's totally new. Let's jump into that. Let's watch the Republic forces, the new Republic forces fighting the empire or the, the remains of the empire. There's, there's so many cool stories. We can go anywhere we want, but this main story arc is done and let's kind of be done with it and, and just really kind of dance around it and, and maybe touch on it here and there, but, but nothing major. Let's see something new. Let's see a, a new grand story arc. Let's see a, a nine movie trilogy that goes into the next 40 years, but in a different time frime. Yeah. Knights okay. of the Old Republic. <laughs> yeah, it seems like the consensus here is either Knights of the Old Republic era or 100 or so years into the future. Um, I don't know which one I would want. I think, I think I, I would lean towards more towards the past and then tying it in at the end somehow. But uh, I'd be up. They did do a comic series of probably 10 years ago of, they call it, it was Star Wars Legacy and they jumped ahead a hundred years or so into the future. And they had a new character, Caden Skywalker. And he was, there was kind of that, that thought that, you know, the, the original saga was this legend and no one really knew the Skywalkers anymore. And he discovered his, his heritage. And that was a pretty cool concept. I did enjoy reading that. And, so if they were to do something like that, I'd be down for that as well. Yeah, I love the Mandalorian series right now. And um, when it was, uh, when this, each new episode was coming out, you know, I was, I think I was uh, watching, watching it before I went to work. I was, so it was, it was exciting to see all that new content. But at the same time, it still takes place in the universe or a time of the Star Wars universe. That's just, I think I, I recall five years after the end of the empire. Yeah. So we know, so we have all the, the seven, eight, nine movie series, uh, the last trilogy that we know is still yet to take place. Um, so take the universe and, and jump forward. Uh, I wasn't aware of that comic book series you just mentioned, but that sounds like uh, kind of what I would like to see is, you know, a, a great, great, great grandchild of, of Luke Skywalker of, of some, or, or some type of relative, obviously, uh, of a Skywalker who has heard rumors and or, or didn't even know what his past was because his family kept it all a secret. And they were like, ah, that, that never happened. And he, and the Force is even something that, that hasn't ever happened before. And he starts seeing some force sensitivity and starts learning about some ancient past and then a new a new evil rising up that eventually evolves into a whole new world yeah i think they uh the the storytelling opportunities are endless really they could go 100 years in the future 100 years thousand years in the past and there's just tons of stuff they could do so i'm looking forward to see what they do they're supposed to be a the next star wars movie supposed to be in 2022 i believe maybe 23 so two or three years away but yet we haven't heard anything on what that would be what that's going to look like and i'm hoping they announce something either you know tomorrow for star wars day 
or at the upcoming Star Wars celebration if that happens in August. So I would anticipate something at the next celebration for sure. So that's the movies and the films. Uh, what about video games? Have you guys been playing either the Battlefronts or Jedi Fallen Order or still playing some of the classics? So what direction would you want them to go with the video games? Any thoughts on that? I mean, I've played like legit all of them, right? From Knights of the Old Republic back in, was it 2001 or something? 99 or something? Yeah. Um, to the online game, you know, uh, to I to all of them. I've dabbled in the Battlefronts 1 and 2. I haven't gotten too much into them uh, just because I have a slew of video games. Uh, the new Fallen Order one was pretty fun. I, I got a, I'm probably about halfway through it. I enjoy it. Uh, I, I have a hard time with line, really linear games as opposed to open world. So these games have been pretty linear. I think that if they made an open world game that you could do a lot with it. Um, I don't know what that would be. I don't know if it's some type of online game or anything. It's pretty hard. I think World of Warcraft has kind of destroyed the <laughs> the old idea of what a video game is. And so um, it's kind of ruined it for a lot of these franchises. Um, so I, I, I don't know. I think I'd like to see something like uh, like a fun Mandalorian type game or or something like that. But it's tough for any type of video game right now, especially Star Wars, uh, just because of their their storylines are always really linear in the games, except they had that one open world game, the online game, and it was great. And then they basically found the World of Warcraft trap. So I, I don't really know what they could do, but I think that some type of open world game would be really fun, and I, I would play it to death. Yeah. Okay. I know they're coming up with a, a Lego. There's supposed to be a Lego Star Wars Skywalker Saga game. So I don't know if anybody's played those games in the past. They're, they're fun to sit down and play for a little bit. But it's supposed to be you know better graphics, better everything. So, But I haven't seen anything on that since. I think they announced it last year sometime, and I haven't seen anything lately. So I don't know what's, what the status is on that one. Any other thoughts on video games? Harry, do you, do you play video games or are you mostly into the, the miniature games? Uh, mostly the miniature games. I was just thinking about it. Uh, I played the original X-Wing game. What was that, like 1990, 91? Yeah, 90s, yeah. Um, and then played a, uh, I think it was uh, Rogue Squadron that came out for one of the Nintendo systems. And we still have that. Um, haven't played any of the other console games, though. But Mark's comments about an open world game were exactly what my son said when I suggested um, Fallen Order to him. Is uh, he just doesn't like the railroad style of games? That's why he loves Fallout because of the open world and he can do whatever he wants. And then um, I agree. If there was some sort of open world game, especially if there were multiple character options, it would. Uh, it, I would even play it because I'd be interested in it enough. Um, but I haven't really played a ton of the other games. The uh, tabletop games are, are, are going great and their future looks yeah, incredible. Um, so I'm super excited about that. There's tons of stuff promised and hinted at for the next couple of years. So gaming wise, at least from a tabletop side, it's in a really good place. 
Any other thoughts on gaming? Yeah, I, I would like to see uh, an open world uh, when when the game type game based off of the Milan Mandalorian series. I think it would be great to, to kind of be in that universe where where you're deep in the Star Wars crime syndicate exists and out on out in the outer worlds and and you're a bounty hunter and it's some sort of massive online game and and you're kind of a role playing game with a sandbox style where you can just go out and do bounties and and you know and build up your character that sounds really interesting uh, if uh, an interesting concept um, but uh, uh, I haven't really played a lot of, of Star Wars games I haven't played the latest but I do remember uh, back in the 90s playing X-Wing and, and TIE Fighter and and uh, I, there was a first-person shooter um, that uh, was popular back then that I, I don't recall the name. It might have been Knights of the Old Republic, but I'm, um, and then I did dabble a little bit in, um, uh, so it was on the Wii. I, I know it was cross, a cross-console game, uh, but uh, I haven't played anything lately. I've watched my kids play Battlefront, but a lot of the Star Wars games, seem to kind of all be in the same realm and it would be interesting uh, to, to have it take on more of an, an RPG type style. Yeah. We, I mean, I, I have a nine year old son who, who loves star Wars. We play battlefront all the time. Um, for me, I, I'm like you guys. I mean, I mean, he's nine. So he, he likes kind of that, that straightforward storyline to a game right now. But, um, so we, we have a good time. You have a chance to – the thing we do like about it is you get a chance to interact with all these different really parts of the, of the universe and, and, and kind of scenes from the movies and things like that. Um, uh, we play Lego Star Wars and things like that all the time. Uh, it's interesting, though. There, there really is, a, I think, a big appetite for, you know, more options as far as gaming goes. I, I know – you know my like my son plays minecraft and and you can get all these add-ons for star wars you know for minecraft and and for fortnite and and things like that and so you know even a lot of these other kind of open world games start to incorporate at least some of the flavor from star wars and so it's it sure seems like there'd be uh you know a big appetite for them to go that direction um have either of you guys, Nathan or Blake, have you ever played um, Outer Rim? It's a Star Wars board game that um, Nathan would be right up your alley. It's uh, you're a bounty hunter running bounties and doing jobs, legal and illegal, trying to get fame. I think you'd really enjoy it. Uh, is it? It's a tabletop game. It's uh, it's actually a board game. I'm just now looking at it at my phone. I, I haven't played it. So is this kind of like an RPG with like a, a game master and you play with other players? Uh, no, it's a uh, it's a one to four player game and it's you against the game. You can interact with the other players if you want. You don't have to. Um, and um, it has uh, the Rebellion, the Empire, the Hut Cartel, and the Crime Syndicate are also in the game and can cause problems if you're... Um, prestige is 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 bad or good with them depending on how you want to interact with them um but mostly it's just it's uh it's a, a pretty much a standard board game um 
very standard for a Euro style fantasy or fantasy flights, the company that puts it out. And it's very similar to other games um, in that kind of genre. Um, you just, uh, you get bounties and you got to try to find the person. It's not obvious where they're at. And you've got to go from planet to planet looking for them. And um, you can upgrade your ship from a real basic, no nothing ship to all of the named bounty hunter ships. You can play as Boba Fett or Han Solo, Bosk, IG-88. Um, I think Dengar's in it, uh, Dr. Afra, and uh, there's a couple others. Um, oh, that sounds interesting. I'll, I'm, lo I'm looking at it on my phone right now. Is this it's not cheap, that, but is it's it something that is it something that you like play for a couple hours and it's done, or is it kind of an ongoing thing? No, it's a it's a you play for a couple hours and then you're done. It's oh, not okay. an ongoing game. Um, and there is a uh, a solo variant of it. There's an AI built into the game, so if you can't get anybody to play with you, Mark, um, <laughs> you can play by yourself. Um, <laughs> We played it the first time at Celebration last year, and after less than uh, one round of play, I was hooked, and I jumped up and ran to the only stall that had had one in the U.S. Um, Fantasy Flight flew in 120 early copies to release it at Celebration, and I was able to get one for me and then one for Mark. Oh, cool. And mm -hmm. uh, we still play it. Um, just played it a couple nights ago with my family. Cool, yeah, I'll check that yeah, out. Yeah, that sounds really cool. Yeah, it's fun. Justin's no good at it, but it's it's a blast. <laughs> I only played it once. <laughs> it is pretty pretty it easy fun. to pick up. It looks complex when you're setting it up because there's a lot of stuff to it. Um, there's cards all over the place, and there's tokens all over the place, and it looks complex. But once you start playing it, you figure it out, and a lot of the instructions are on the cards themselves. So as you know, each person can can see what they need to do. It's right there on the card. And you, yeah, you'll be flipping through the rule book the first couple times you play it, but eventually you just go with it. And if you forget rules, who cares? It's your game. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, I remember Knights of the Old Republic one and two was was a huge thing back in the day. And if they were able to replicate that or come up with another game that had that type of impact or that popularity, I think they could do really well and jumpstart the the Star Wars gaming again. Most of the games seem to have, you know, the Jedi Sith or the good guy, bad guy type connection. So I liked what uh, you were saying about having a Mandalorian game where, you know, you're doing bounties, you're neither good nor bad. You're just, you know, you're making some money. You're out to do what you got to do to get those, those bounties and bring, bring them in. So that sounds pretty intriguing to me where you don't have to worry about the same trope of good guy, bad guys, which is fun to play. But if every game's like that, it can get old quickly. So. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. I think that would be a neat, you know, uh, uh, Harry mentioned uh, the fallout game series. What a, you know, that's a great game series with, I think fallout four where, you know, it's, it's uh, the game ends, but there's still a lot of end game content. You, you take a, Take a concept like that, and, and uh, as Blake mentioned, kind of put a Star Wars, put in the Star Wars universe. How fun would that be? And then you know, and then you can interact with other people online, and you can co-op and do missions. Um, you know, maybe even something like the Destiny series, um, game series, something like that. Uh, lots, lots of opportunity, lots of possibilities. But mm -hmm. I. I 
I agree with uh, Mark, you know, the, and, uh, you know, the, the linear uh, train track type games, they, where you're kind of basically forced to go one direction and kill a boss at the end of a level. And those seem like those, those games uh, quickly, you know, they, they don't have a lot of repeat playability. You kind of play them one and it's kind of one and done. Yeah. A big part of Star Wars has been, has always been collecting or at least the toys. I think when we were kids, we weren't collecting. We were just, you know, getting the latest toy to play with to add to our already established Star Wars collection so we can have more troopers or a Boba Fett, you know. So we were just getting the toys to play with. But ever since the prequels came out, uh, collecting has been a big deal with the toys and the models and whatever they come out with that that's a big money maker for star Wars and Lucasfilm and now Disney. But I've, I've wondered, you know, where, where's that going to go in the next couple of years? Cause they always do uh, repacks like Darth Vader is the most repacked or recreated figure in the line. So there's always a, a demand for it, but you know, how, how long can they continue that? I remember when episode three came out and at that time the star Wars saga was over the next year they were all repacked figures like stuff from episode four five and six, you know, characters you already have just new packaging. Maybe instead of five points of articulation, they have seven and the next year they had nine points, you know, so stuff like that, but it's essentially this, the same figure. So my thing is, well, what are they going to do for the next couple of years until a new movie comes out or, um, you know, something happens, something big happens because they'll do the Mandalorian figures, but there's not a lot of characters in that story. It, there's, you know, four, five, six characters that you'd want to collect actually. So uh, that's been my thoughts. Are any of you guys collectors or have anything like that? And have you have any thoughts on that? Uh, you know, I've, I'm not a collector of the toys, but I am a collector of the autographs, right? So I think there's uh, some potential there for that for, you know, collectors especially as you get older right i mean i i don't know i used to be collecting the action figures and stuff but as i got older i just didn't do that anymore i just more collected the adult stuff so for me that's interesting because now i want to get these guys' autograph you know when are they going to be at the next convention or when are they going to you know do they have a place i can send it to and they'll sign it and send it back or, or whatever so i think there's there's a little bit of room you know for some things especially for some older collectors but as far as like you said toys and things like that i i kind of think it's it's getting drowned out there's too much of it now it was before when we were kids right there was three movies and that was it and a couple video games and now there's you know nine movies plus a couple spin-offs plus this plus that and 50 you know, 50 video games and, uh, you know, a million books and et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. So I think it's a lot different now than when we were kids. I think, you know, as far as collecting for value, I, I don't know if that's there anymore, but I think collecting for fun is there. I just, it's kind of out of my realm, you know, for what I, I collect. I collect a little bit. Um, and, but I'm kind of late into the game. So I'm kind of enjoying these repacks. Um, <laughs> because there's stuff that I can't get for a reasonable price. So I'm looking forward to a re-release of Darth Vader because I don't have one yet in the black series. And uh, so there's things like that. Um, I do agree with you, Justin, that they're, where are we going to go? What's going to be released? Um, I was trying to think about it. Um, 
maybe Lego play sets because they have nearly every spaceship. Um, of course, the Lego model is a, a difficult one to follow because they only have stuff out for a year. So you have one year to get it and then it's gone and you've got to try to pick it up on the secondary markets. Um, so there are things that, uh, as far as Legos for people that are into the Lego kits and spaceships or whatever, um, they could continue to release that because there's going to be a ton of people that, um, are interested in those, especially people that their kids are finally old enough for Legos. And they're like, well, I love Legos when I was a kid. Now I want to get them with my kids. Um, but trying to find certain things is impossible. So they can continue to release that. But then other things, I agree. Like what's going to be new and fresh? What's going to get people excited over the next couple of years until there's a new movie? Uh, Clone Wars has just been out too long. So nothing new from that's going to excite anybody. Um, collecting wise, I, I, I don't know. Um, games wise, there's tons of stuff. But um, the toys and collectibles, um, I don't know where we're at. We've hit some really high end stuff. I didn't think anyone would ever spend $500 on a lightsaber, but they seem to sell quite well. Um, so maybe some, some more really high end stuff for the niche collectors, but that doesn't affect most of us because I don't know about you guys, but I'm not dropping $500 on a lightsaber. Um, it's just, I, I can't do it. That's just too much other stuff. Um, as cool as Boba Fett's helmet is, I'm not going to have one. Um, it's just, they're only 120. I know. I saw the ads. <laughs> yeah. um, so I, I, I don't know. I don't know what can be new and fresh other than repackaging for new fans or re-releasing things that were produced once upon a time, but haven't been around for a long time to give new collectors and new fans a chance at it. Yeah. It'll be interesting to see what happens in the next three, four years when the new films come out and what direction they go in. Because uh, not only do they have to come up with a new movie, but it has to be a product that's, you know, we can emotionally collect, connect to or be excited about or want to go see multiple times. If it's, if it's just a Star Wars movie and it's like, oh, it's okay. I'm not going to go buy collectibles or the books or, you know, stuff like that. If I'm, I just think it's an okay show. So not only does it have to, you know, they have to keep going with create a new story. They have to make it good. It has to be um, something that I want to invest time and money in. Because like with the Marvel movies, I, I liked them. I went and saw them all. But I'm not buying collectibles of Marvel stuff. You know, it's just not something that I'm excited about. So that's a big task. I think I think that'll be the, the hard part. And I mean, you know, now now that Disney's kind of at the will... I mean, obviously they're, they're masters of that. And, and, and so I'm, I'm sure that that's going to be a huge part of the strategy going forward. And, and as you mentioned, you know, kind of the two offshoot movies, it seemed like fans, I mean, Rogue One, there, there wasn't really, I mean, that was kind of definitely a one and done set of characters. And, and so, you know, there, there wasn't much of an opportunity there. And, and with Solo, it seemed like people had, had trouble just connecting uh, and, and getting passionate about that, you know, that storyline and those set of characters. And so, you know, that, that's why I kind of keep thinking, you know, I, I, I would be very surprised if Disney didn't really spin up either give it a little time and, and reconnect to the to the Skywalker um, storyline or try to create a whole new set of, of characters that this is going to be three, six movies people are going to connect to because 
I think, I think that's where, you know, that's where the toys, that's where the collectibles really come from. It, it has to be that connection to the characters first. And so, you know, I, I, I'd be very surprised if that isn't what happened. Yeah. All right. So tomorrow's May the 4th. Uh, typically in our family, we watch a Star Wars movie. Uh, I haven't decided which one. Probably episode three because I haven't seen it for a while. I watched the sequels when episode nine came out on digital release. So I watched seven, eight, nine. So I'll probably go the other direction and watch number three. Uh, have you guys thought about or have any plans to watch a Star Wars movie on May the 4th? We're going to watch the uh, Christmas special. <laughs> yeah, I heard that's good. <laughs> <laughs> you can't find it anywhere. I can't. <laughs> yeah, it's only on YouTube. You can watch it yeah. on YouTube. So in uh, a sidebar, so to speak, in, in anticipation for this uh, podcast, I obviously I rewatched the first season. And of course, there's the Easter egg of the Mandalorian's rifle, uh, which you know we know is uh, seen briefly in the holiday special yeah. and the animated Boba Fett. And my oldest son was like, "What's that?" And I, I mentioned it to him, and he's like, "The holiday special? What's that?" And I'm like, "Oh, you are in for a treat." <laughs> so they're watching it right now and uh, on YouTube, and I can hear them ooing and eyeing and moaning <laughs> uh it's uh i think they're at the part where princess leia is singing <laughs> yeah yeah there's some weird stuff in that show yeah the first like 15 minutes is just chewbacca family uh, gargling at each other i'm like <laughs> how this may get it on network television i don't know but it's a it's it's a classic and we'll probably watch just one of the one-offs either solo or rogue one um, just because it's the middle of the week and we're in between other series right now. So we'll pick a one-off, I think. Um, but definitely we'll be watching something Star Wars for May the 4th. I will probably be starting the last season of Clone Wars. I, I haven't started it all yet. I've just been too busy doing yeah. literally everything else. So, <laughs> yeah. um, so I'll probably start that. That'll be That'll be good. I just finished watching actually all the um, seasons again about a month ago so nice. it's kind of good catch up there yeah. so i'll probably watch that and see what happens and but other so than there's that, there's three arcs of four episodes in that last season the first four are good the second four are forgettable and then the last four have been amazing well we haven't seen the last one yet but the first three of the last four are amazing so i plan on watching uh attack of the clones that's a good one. I watched uh, Phantom Menace a couple of weeks ago. Just, you know, uh, Justin, you're always talking about how much you love uh, <laughs> movies one, two, and three. Yeah. And uh, so I've been like, re I've decided to kind of revisit them just to kind of kickstart. Uh, since we just watched, you know, the final trilogy, I'm like, you know what, let's go back. Because it, it's been years since I've watched uh, uh, episodes one through three. And I watched Phantom Menace a couple of weeks ago. And so I, I'm now kind of wanting to watch Attack of the Clones. Um, it's my wife's nice. favorite. So we'll probably watch that one. Nice. All right. Well, we want to thank you guys for joining us here on our May the 4th Be With You special episode for Star Wars May the 4th. Uh, definitely check us out on social media. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram and Facebook. Just search for 
Incredible Nerds, and you'll find us. Uh, thanks to our guest hosts for joining us, Nathan, Blake, and Harry. And we're also going to do a Mandalorian recap. So stay tuned for that episode coming up. But we'll start with episode one and then move through the, the rest of the series at some point. So stay tuned for that. Look out for that. It'll be coming shortly as well. But for, for us here at The Credible Nerds, we want to thank you for joining us and may the force be with you. Bye.